money at the expense of men is like like we get it we know like and it is funny i think it should be hurtful yeah yeah there's there's a lot of things that we do that are stupid and yeah like hilarious we live in a weird time of turning it into like a weird social commentary yeah it's because of probably greta gerwig yeah it can't just be like funny tropes that men do or funny tropes that women do it's like it's funny jokes that men do plus you know a book worth of social justice nonsense tolkien's work was ruined we love tolkien work he was a master he told a brilliant story amazon prime ruined it fair the exact same thing is going to happen to narnia except narnia was written as an analogy for christianity and the relationship with jesus and what jesus mm. did for people as a savior that is also going to be obliterated which is more egregious than just tolkien's work being obliterated it's c.s yeah. lewis's work plus yeah. the analogy of christianity Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wiseworks podcast, everybody. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Geeks and goofballs, indeed. Um, it, what, what are you guys uh, enjoying this evening? Any beverage? Uh, a little bit of coffee. A little uh, bit of coffee. Long day at work coming into this podcast. Coffee. But I am ready to go. We all have a form of coffee. You guys have mugged mm-hmm. coffee. I got Starbucks triple shot can. <laughs> hey. Heck yeah. Why, why you get you the know. triple shot can? Because I'm bougie, I like it, and I need energy. It's what it says. It tells me right on the can, this is what it's for, energies, right? Right, It says it right there, triple, triple energy. You know, Joe, uh, now that we're recording, um, and you're you're talking in your recording voice, you are a little hot on the mic, just a hair. That's fine. I can back off. You are a little hot. How about that? That sounds great. All right. Um, Man, so... uh, just to recap, we did. I did. Okay. We did touch on this uh, in the pre-show for people mm. that want to um, go to Patreon and watch that. But I did finish all of the film digitizing okay. that we yeah, talked yeah. about last week. Yeah. Um, I am waiting for you guys to come up with an f- interesting name for the film. I'm going to edit together mm-hmm. of all this footage, <laughs> and uh, and I think it's going to come out to close to four hours of footage. Wow, three and a half to four. So. Um, so yeah, I need help for a name to put this together. Classified. What'd you say? <laughs> I know you, you gave, you gave the, the last names. I don't know that you want to give them here on the podcast, but I know it was BV. Yeah. I was thinking something that has to do with BV. I don't know. BV home movie. BV. Okay. B- the, the, the B- BV, the B, B slash V home movie. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's kind of what I was home thinking. Movie. Or should yeah. it be like uh home should it be like home film? Yeah. Uh, birthdays uh, of <laughs> Cheryl, uh, Jim, uh, and Mindy. <laughs> right. Um no, I because the uh that sounds like something that families would have is you know, if you're um you know, if if you are distributing this tape to your family and right. they're talking to each other, it sounds like it, it sounds like something that would occur naturally Mm -hmm. uh did you get the the bv home movie or did you get the home movie you know right 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 the the, something like that yeah 
you don't think I was thinking of like a term like filmed at home you know what I mean or filming of home you know I I don't know just almost like a there's a tag to it you know maybe Mm -hmm. there's already a name for this what is it don't have I don't I don't know but I'm saying I mean these were not filmed by us this was way before we were born so maybe they've already got names for it Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I think they pull. I just think they picked up their Maybe. eight millimeter camera and just started trigger and just shot a couple things caught to get the, the memories. Got the real times. Ooh, the real times. Yeah, the BV real times. Real ones. Yeah. No, that's well, Sean Bernthal's podcast. <laughs> yeah, real real times because number one, it was a reel that you turned right? into a thing. Real yeah. times, of and now and they were they were they were real times mm-hmm. on That's the real, real times, real times, <laughs> like real times on the real. Yeah, I, see, I knew so we the would, BV, I knew we would get there. Yeah, the BV real times, real times. the BV real times. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. You, put, like, you put the real times, and then you put the the names, the two names. I like it. it. Sounds like a nineties like rom com. It sounds like a TV show. Yeah, yeah like a 90s rom-com the TV real times <laughs> yeah. the real times i think i'll go with that i think i'm gonna I call think it there was the a real show times. called good good times right 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 yeah you i just like realized real it's so heavy for your name <laughs> what mm. is this what is this slate i've been sticking to <laughs> we gotta go to the splash yeah yeah <laughs> uh look everybody we're so glad you're here listening to the podcast mm. well, they, on this monday morn they know it's us they do know us. I know I just you know won't uh, go to that nonsense. Right. Uh, yeah. We we have a slate screen just so we mm-hmm. keep track of the episode. Um, for the for the viewers who don't know about the who who maybe didn't see the last podcast and don't know about the um the intro. Uh, no, no, no. The reels like that you're that right you're putting on the computer. Briefly, uh, how long? Just tell us how long that took in total. Um, it's taken. Before, like most of last weekend, and on mm-hmm. and off all week. So, okay. um, I, I would say if I would have put hours to it, I would say probably like forty-five hours of wow. at least main, at least like paying attention to. But it, you know yeah, it's mean? just running in the background. Yeah, and sometimes uh, it's not always because sometimes the film will fall off, and yeah. if you're not in the room. <laughs> It will just, it'll keep processing it, keep digitizing it, and it'll just be like stringing out and you'll come in and there'll be like 15 feet of film that's just on the floor and all Mm -hmm. around. So you have to like wind it back up. So you have to keep track of it, you know, especially with this, this film. I mean, there's, who knows how long, but I'd be willing to bet there's probably at least like 50 to 70 feet of film in here, right? That's really cool. A lot. So it is. A it's it's, paper it's not, thin. not as long as Oppenheimer is, but uh, but it's no, pretty close. Eleven miles is what Chris Nolan has said. Eleven miles of how much, film. Wait, how much? How much film do you think would it span if you pulled all that out? Eleven miles. No, 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 not 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 Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm talking about talking your, about your what, family's film. Like one of those reels. How long do you think that is? That'd how, be pretty I, long. I'm guessing like 70 feet or something. And if you uh, put them all together, you might get a mile. <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's I don't not know what you're close. asking. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, I got a bunch of 
eight millimeter film, old family footage, mm-hmm. you know, like home videos. We always grew up with our, our home videos is on VHS tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's on that. Now that's the whole thing. I have to figure out how to digitize next. It's videotapes, which yeah, I know kind of, I know how to, mm-hmm. I just need to probably, see what the most efficient way of doing it is. It's probably a lot easier than maybe it's not. Maybe you're doing no, it. No, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, easy i what i'm more concerned about is actually home uh vcr tapes videotapes mm-hmm. can be damaged easier yes. than eight millimeter can be mm-hmm. so yeah, it's possible real, uh, that tape portion of it is it can get water damage and yeah and it's a lot del a lot more delicate which is crazy because do you remember when we first started we're first getting into dvds we were switching mm-hmm. from VHS to DVDs. Right. Um, we preferred the VHS because I I think it was the cheap DVD player we had, but it would <laughs> always pick up scratches on DVDs, and like everything we watched would be scratched and it would skip. Mm, yep. And it's so a long time for DVD technology to really get to the point where it was like, dude, you don't have to clean your DVDs yeah. or. Or maybe, yeah, it was like the scratch didn't matter as much. It did. Dude, when the scratch, when you came across a scratch in a Mm -hmm. DVD, it's, I don't mean to make light of this. I don't mean to make light of this, but you instantly become suicidal. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, movie ruined with, with VHS, you would just have to fast forward a little bit and you might miss a scene. VHS but, didn't 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 mess up like that. Yeah, well, we had we had Tarzan on VHS, and we always had to skip the scene where she's holding Tarzan in the um, like at night in the tree with Phil Collins singing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because it was Dude, we always how do you had know the song. If you, if you well, had to skip yeah, it. we always had to skip it, and I loved that part because I loved that song. So you just uh, sang for him. So you we just, always. Mm-hmm. Always, it, once that scene started, we always would hope that it would be like fixed magically Just randomly, somehow. <laughs> magically, um, but we always ended up having to skip, skip it forward it. to uh, he like jumps out of the tree. This is on VHS. No DVD. No, that was you VHS. Said, you said VHS, but it would be DVD if it's scratched. No, yeah, uh, on on VHS we had to do this with Tarzan for on real? DVD. Yeah, yeah, but it was only that one scene where it was. That's what I'm up. saying. I Sounds like something's screen. wrong with your tape. That yeah, yeah, the, there was. The that's that, was, that's the point dead. I'm making. Oh. The tape, that one piece of the tape was messed up. Whereas if you go to a DVD and it's scratched, your whole like half the movie might be messed up. You yeah. might be glitching all throughout. That's right. Because if you get one scratch on a DVD, if it goes down the disc. Mm-hmm. If it's just like one little blip, then mm-hmm. you can skip, right? Yeah. You can skip three minutes of the movie and it'll pass that blip and you'll be fine. Yeah. But if, if someone took like their nail or took or scratched like an inch scratch vertically on the disc, mm-hmm. then you've lost half the movie. I'll tell you something that, that got under my skin. If you got a new video game and it was scratched and, and your, your sibling scratched it or something. Oh boy someone's got to someone there's somebody's got to pay. pay yeah somebody's got to <laughs> pay that's, probably Ethan before he became a definitely Ethan. 100 back in his days ethan, when everybody hated ethan <laughs> ethan was messing up like video games and things like that all the time right yeah <laughs> but that's that's a pretty good um that 
although it's really annoying in the moment, you know, when you mm. reflect on the, all of the lost hours of DVD viewing, mm. right? And VHS, I didn't have a whole lot of mess ups with VHS. It would just become static, but you just play through it. It'd be fine. Um, you look back on it and you got some interesting stories to tell just because that's going to be such like to Josie, that's going to be such wild technology yeah, to comprehend. She's not, you know she's not I mean? even going to know. I don't think it's, I don't think it'll be too difficult to, for her to understand, like for her to make the connection to like, Oh, we have a disc. We put it in. If there's a scratch, it's gonna not yeah. work. She's going to associate that with like videos buffering right that's that's the problem we have now is internet yeah, it's, speeds it's, it's like things buffer it's like imagine that but consistently every time all right well check this out though because we know we know of technology that we've alluded to on this podcast that is going to basically make buffering non-existent because the internet's mm. going to be so fast someone we know personally working on mm. that has already built that technology so yeah, if that's the case then she won't even know buffering you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, not yeah. really. Yeah, until a pigeon flies in front of the laser. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> um, I, I clearly remember. Um, I remember when I was younger, we had we had a lot of tapes, like um, like CD, and it was tape before CD. Um, and then I knew what a vinyl was, but I clearly yeah. remember the the day, like our dad explained what an eight track tape was. Because I mm -hmm. thought it was just, I, for the longest time, thought it was vinyl, tape, CDs. I ne yeah. I didn't realize there was something between that that was mm -hmm. an eight-track tape. I don't think to today I've seen an eight-track tape. In I, I don't think I've seen one, like, in real life. No, I haven't. I don't I think not. I've just been wandering around and seen an eight track. And if I did, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would know exactly what it was. I wouldn't. Hold on, either. I'm going to pull up a picture. I Let's mean, see here. I have seen floppy disk. Hmm. I have seen a ton of those. We used to have yeah. a couple floppy disks. When I was but I mean, like the, 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 the tape itself was like such a huge innovation from yeah. the record. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and because you could take a tape. And you could, you know, throw it into a, oh, you know what? I've definitely seen an 8-track player. A player? I don't or the, know if or I the, have. Yeah. I might have it like a thrift store. But mm. but in a, in a way, this is just the predecessor to, you know, the tape. tape. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's basically what it is. It is, but the the tape, man, the tape is such cool technology. Yeah. Just this little. I didn't understand it. Some micro VHS essentially for music that you you pop into like a Walkman or <laughs> you know your car. It's I don't know. I I, I love the idea of a tape. Right? I remember. Maybe. Hold the, on, I our, our family just like uh, copywriting a bunch of tapes, just like just borrowing a tape and just like recording onto a new mm -hmm. tape because you could do that with tape. Yeah, you could just copy over it. Yeah. Right? I got to say this, the technology of the tape and the vinyl mm. yeah. is so much harder for me to wrap my mind around of why it works than digital. Like well, I can understand, it's simple. It I can understand electrical. It's not simple. We've, we've no, 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 no. It's, it's very simple. It's, it's sound frequencies burned onto something 
very much like film. <laughs> yes, but you the know, thing it, is, it's it, still it, harder for you to wrap your mind around. It, it's a no, lot no, no. harder. No, it's, it's just frequencies burned onto something. It's like images. So how do you play that back? I don't see how a little needle touching. It's that, like images burned onto something. That makes sense because it's literally a a visual burn. Like you when you, when you yeah. burn something, you can see it. But when yeah. you burn something, you can't hear it. Right. You can't so how hear do you hear a burn? Like you know how do I mean? you how do you um how do you play an image? Uh, right? It's really simple. You show an image, but and you show enough images fast right. enough. Well, you, right? you have to have something that can display the image, image fast. The same, image fast. same with a with a record. You put the needle on, and it it um, plays that frequency. That's what I'm saying. Simple. I don't. Look. Can we just? Uh, cut out this portion of the podcast and be like two white guys explaining <laughs> technology of <laughs> no the, the the record technology is super simple. I mean, it is it's not like base it, level. I don't simple. know. To me, that seems way dip more, a lot more difficult than I understand what Joseph's saying. It film film seems easier to comprehend. I I don't get like and understand. The, yeah. uh, at least okay maybe not tapes but records are like the easiest thing to understand i maybe could get could could get to the point where i kind you of understand records sing, you but... sing into like a tube and mm -hmm. there's a needle that as the as the record spins it scrapes the frequency onto the record <laughs> then when you put the record on and play it it replays that frequency yeah i guess I just don't know how how it can scrape in a specific frequency to sound like waves. mimic someone's waves. voice. But what kind of equipment makes something that delicate? You know what I mean? We I we know. got it we got good at making it's that's why they're on specific like things. It's the record yeah. itself I think is really what does it. Yeah. It's those are precise. But I mean, you could do it. People have done it on like cardboard and glass. You can do it on You can scrape frequencies onto glass. It's harder to hear, but you can That's definitely. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. It is. I remember when I got my first vinyl, I'm just watching it go in circles with touching the needle, touching it. And I'm just like, I don't understand how this works. Not at all. I can't even wrap my mind around it. Yeah, I can yeah. understand electrical pulses that create ones and zeros and then builds on top of that to create mm -hmm. images and movement and computing and code. I can actually wrap my mind around that. I cannot wrap my mind around <laughs> burning oh, burning in sound. I can understand burning images. I cannot understand like frequency burning. Like I think that's it's just hard it's, for me to I think it's the same thing. If you think about it like that, it's like burning an image, it's burning in sound or scraping in sound. Scraping in sound. Maybe yeah. that's easier to understand. But well, then for the, the tape, how yeah, does tape, tape play audio? <laughs> I don't know how tapes work. <laughs> that's I honestly that's what I'm don't. that technology seems harder <laughs> than mm -hmm. digital yeah. tapes. Tapes. That's hard. I'm sure, I'm sure there's got to be a like episode of you know how it's made or or something where they explain. Oh, there definitely is exactly why tapes work. I maybe we should go watch that after this. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd I'd be I'd appreciate to learn how. Maybe next week we'll come back with a little bit of knowledge. I think my week is next week, so I might educate educate all all of You're us. You're gonna do fellas. an educate a segment? Maybe I might do segment educate. 
that would be cool. But yes. you know, you know, um, uh, a man once said, a little plastic man once said that everything is awesome, everything is cool, and he did say that. That was say, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that brings us to our first segment. Um, we are talking about after a after three years of waiting. We are talking about the third Lego movie. Were we it, really waiting for it, though? Man, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I, think anybody was waiting. I was. I really, really enjoyed Lego Batman. Fun. Lego uh, Batman was awesome. I love the jokes. It was hilarious. Lego Batman for me, watching it felt like a fever dream. It was awesome. Though. <laughs> it felt I like everything, it. like for the Lego movie, everything moving kind of hyperactive and fast made sense. I don't. Mm-hmm. It just was almost of how much there was for Batman. It was it was like it was almost like sensory overload of just Batman stuff. Them doing all the dialogue just super quick. But it almost felt like a multiverse thing before mm. multiverse because they did they had Batman, but it was like multiple versions of Batman mixed together to mm-hmm. like do jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, and it almost felt multiversey, but not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. When I think of the Lego movie, I, I was cool. And sure, the Lego Batman, there was so much love for Batman in the original Lego movie. Give him his own film. That's great. Uh, but to be honest, like some YouTube channels who do their own stop motion Lego shorts are yeah. just as entertaining. Yeah. So there's a part of me that's like, why do we need another movie when we got YouTube doing it for us? And you see, know? Uh, the, the, the Lego movie, I feel like, came off the heels of that trend people on youtube making those little lego yeah short those right. little lego stop motion things that everybody loves so much also um the game the games um i don't know what was first if it was star wars or um they decided to do lego star wars lego indiana jones mm-hmm. lego pirates of the caribbean and they kind of created this um lego universe lego universe in the game Legoverse. world yeah, and then they wanted to bring it into film, and so they decided to make this movie, the Lego movie. That's that's what Warner Brothers did, though. Let's let's. So I wanted to talk about this, but I wanted to also kind of get into why it's been three years and we've been kind of been waiting. Mm-hmm. So Warner Brothers had the rights to the Lego movie, the one we're talking about, but as of now. Universal owns it. They bought it from Warner Brothers like three years ago, I think. Yeah, right. And um, which kind of brings to the question a couple of different things. But one of the big things is Universal doesn't own the rights to like let Batman. They don't own the mm-hmm. rights to all these other characters that they kind of cameoed in the Lego universe. So mm-hmm. are they going to, how are they going to do this? Are they going to kind of, do universal stuff are they going to pull some stuff that they have the rights to and make them lego-fied i guess and uh i think that's what so they're gonna have to do here's here's like here's what they could do mm-hmm. so universal has rights to dreamworks yeah so all Ooh. the dreamworks stuff the a-team the adams family illumination so okay that means that means mario 
That means uh, wait, but Lego Mario? That's uh, not that weird. Isn't that that would be weird? weird, but um, that's interesting. But, but really, kind of meta. Uh, mm-hmm. and um, so all the minions, Jaws, Jurassic Park, King Kong, Ooh. Land Before Time, American Tale, uh, yeah, Back mm-hmm. to the Future, The Mummy, dude. Oh, Ooh, man. the Mummy, the Mummy, the Lego. Mummy. Lego. Don't they have Harry Potter? Pitch Perfect, uh, yeah, I believe they have. No, that's so, Warner Brothers. Oh, so let me no. let me let me read this real quick. So this is this is motivating what Wyatt's saying. In addition to Will Arnett's Lego Batman, the films would often draw upon other characters from the DC universe, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. Okay, with the film rights having passed hands, it's it is likely that Universal will instead seek to replace these kinds of references with their own IP. Yeah. So um, a, a few that I can I can see happening in the movie would be E.T., 100%, and then Fast and Furious, 100%, Lil yeah. Dominic Toretto. It's all about uh, family. Man, there's so We can so get Oppenheimer. Many. Oppenheimer, Chris um, Nolan's Oppenheimer is not universal. Back to the future, Beethoven, the Bourne films. I would love to see a Lego Paul Walker be like, that's not it, cuz. <laughs> I said forget about it, cuz. Forget about it, cuz. <laughs> Joshua's not even saying it right. Say it again, Joshua. <laughs> forget it's about it, cuz. He keeps the whole thing, the whole thing is that he doesn't say it's at the end. Forget, forget about it, cuz. Ooh, Knight Rider. Oh, Man, man. you know they what? They could do a lot. They could do a lot. Um This is Lego Minions, The Rise of Gru. Is that a video game? Or is that a potential movie? Probably a movie. Was a Lego theme based on the film of the same name? Oh, man. I'm going to call that a movie. See, I I think we got a lot that we can work with here. The Nutty Professor, Curious George, Dumb and Dumber, Scorpion King. There's no end of references. Dude, How to Train Your Dragon. They could do some stuff. Yeah. I I think no end to this. I I think uh in addition to if if they continue with the same characters um as the first movie. I think if we add I you know, we're not obviously going to reference, you know, some of our old friends like, you know, Batman and you know, some of those others, but we have a yeah. lot of kind of more generic Lego movie characters. Like there's the pirate and the astronaut and the wizard. Uh, and then we're just going to mix in all of these new franchises. I think that's mm-hmm. super fun. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see it. <laughs> I, I think it's definitely going to be interesting. Like I said, they're, the Lego movies have always done this like almost multiverse thing mm-hmm. without it being multiverse because they can just pull in everything from the Lego universe. Yeah. And... It's Legos. I think that's that's why people liked it. So the movie is it's saying it's going to be a live action animated hybrid like mm-hmm. the first movie. It's going to be mostly animated with probably a little bit of live action stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the first one um, coming to the real world and you kind of see the kid and Will Ferrell playing with the Legos. Mm-hmm. And um, which has always kind of been the Lego thing, which is weird, but that's what they've been doing. Here's um, here's something. If, you know, like Illumination, DreamWorks, Mario, 
is in this is Chris Pratt. Those both are those are both Chris Pratt characters. Yes, they are. Yes. Yep. Um. So that's that's something they got to think about. Yeah. If if Chris Pratt <laughs> do comes back and reprises his role, then yes, yeah. they could. They, uh, could do something. they they also could create a completely new kind of Lego movie with new main they could, characters. They could. They, yeah. You know. I don't know. I I think they might build a new universe. I think the bigger question is is like should they? Is this mm-hmm. is there still a market well, for this? They're going to regardless. I think look, there is It doesn't matter. Look, we know they're going to. That's not the point. The point is kids should still they? enjoy it. Kids yes. kids would enjoy yeah. it. No, this no, no. I, I think yeah, I think uh for 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 these kinds of movies, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what kind of attention the second Lego movie got, but kids really enjoyed the first Lego yeah. movie. Uh, to be able to see new, you know, new characters on screen from, you know, kids like, you know, adults like references, but kids also like references. Yeah. If they uh, get it, they like, they like, like being be like, oh, look, that's that, you know, that's E.T., that's Gru, that's a minion, that's, um, you know, how to train your dragon. Kids like that kind of stuff. As much yeah. as I'm always the advocate guy to say sequels are for hacks and mm. don't do it, I'm going to say now without seeing anything. Now, I might have to eat my words. I don't know. But I, this is for kids. I'm okay with them making more Lego stuff because yeah. they're enjoyable and they can do stuff. They can do it different, just make it Lego-fied. and. Yeah. Kids will still enjoy it, and I'm okay with that. I think this is for the kids, and right. I, I'm I'm okay with they. There's a lot they could do. Uh, we also have to keep in mind that there is a, um, like canonically, like a Lego Spider-Man out there, referenced in the True. Spider-Man movies. Right. I would. I would. You know. Wonder if if they would be willing to negotiate like you know some some reference to that maybe uh-huh. even maybe even almost almost kind of in a meta way reference the different kind of film studio worlds it's like yeah. why why isn't batman here and they said well you know there's different kind of lego worlds Mm-hmm. Some worlds, yeah. Some worlds have Batman. Some worlds have How to Train Your Dragon. It would, it would even <laughs> be cool have both. because Lego has always done this kind of like meta thing. Mm-hmm. If they even played on the joke of like Universal buying it from Warner Brothers, and they kind of jokingly threw a jab at the Lego, and they kind of threw that in there somehow, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be funny. I mean, I could I could see a lot of really good meta jokes in this, especially yeah. because it, it is universal. They right. could definitely make a really good universal joke. It's like, oh, it's Lego. We're we're <laughs> made to build. We're we're universal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now at least we're universal. Right. I would yeah. love. I, you know, I think the one thing that would make me the happiest is if we get you know Jack Black back in here and sing like a new remix version of Peaches. Mm. in some fashion well just, we also to, just to, to build mind, on the love uh, for that we got to keep in mind that jack black plays you know bowser but he also plays poe so he could be playing multiple oh. lego characters Poe, just like chris pratt 
Uh, just like he, there is also a Kung Fu Panda movie coming out, so who knows? Is it really? Yeah. What is it, like Kung is Fu Lego? Panda 11? Yeah, 4. No. Four. Four. Panda is it Lego four. Panda? <laughs> Panda. I don't want another Kung Fu Panda movie. Look, the yeah. first one, they climaxed hard. The first one, <laughs> the first the first one's the first so one's really good. I enjoy a lot of the second one, and the third one feels like no. a lot of it is just... It's it really is just hyperactive kids stuff, which right. is fine. The movies are for kids, but the but first who was the has, villain in the first one? Tai uh, Lung. Tai Lung. Tai Lung. Yeah. What a so villain! Good. There's that prison escape. Yeah, is the most incredible piece Insane. of animation I've seen on and film. I, I would even give the second one credit for just a, a cool backstory for Poe, like a very dramatic kind of sad backstory that he has Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and and you know and a good climactic ending the third one really doesn't do that (laughs) it's just no just Uh, all hyperactive kid stuff uh so back to the lego thing just to close it off real quick Mm. um there's a lot they could do and it is interesting they are switching companies or they switched companies at this point um but we'll just see how how Universal does it, and are they better at making Lego movies than Warner Brothers? I'm right. excited. I want to see yeah. Lego Jaws. <laughs> I really do. I want to yes. see Lego Jaws. I want to yes. see Lego Back yes. to the Future. Hold yeah. up, you know Lego DeLorean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. Steven Spielberg. Everything. I'm. I'm so much more happier for this now because I love Steven Spielberg. Well, Warner is my Brothers favorite director. A lot of- Warner yes. Brothers does a lot of Spielberg stuff too. Mm, I don't mm. think so. I think Universal has been his creator since Universal Jaws. has done a lot. So I'm pretty sure Universal, like they they took a chance on Jaws. He came through and Universal has backed him his entire career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure that's the case. That would be yeah. fun. That'd be an interesting exploration on the podcast, actually. Uh Steven Spielberg's relationship with studios if yeah. it's only universal the whole time it's a little boring but if there's any kind of cool controversy in the middle that'd be well, it's fun like it's like you know um um space jam is warner brothers right yeah but it, yes. it references things like the iron giant space correct mm, no i don't remember no. iron giant and space jam space the jam didn't reference iron movie, didn't they reference iron giant no i don't no. think so or am I thinking Ready Player One? It definitely, definitely Ready Player One. Ready Player I, one. I, it might be Ready Player One. Yes. Iron Giant is in Ready Player One. Definitely in that one. <laughs> it's funny how we just everyone kind of forgot about Iron Giant and then shows up in Ready Player One's and we're like, oh yeah, I remember. That's a really good little cartoon. Uh, I did not forget about Iron <laughs> no, Giant. No, I don't I, I it was, was back always, in there. It was in I the back always, of everyone's mind. No, no, no. I, I was I had actually just watched Iron Giant recently before that movie came out, and I was like, man, this is a solid film. Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty solid. All right, well, we'll see about this Lego Universal uh, Legoverse movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you know, we'll keep everyone posted if it's interesting, if there's controversy. We'll be one of the first to cover it. So, uh, so stick around and keep watching. And with that said, you know, Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Shelby. For being a Patreon supporter. Shelby is able to enjoy podcasts a week early mm-hmm. and all kinds of other cool stuff over on Patreon. Yeah, um, we got to get a new movie commentary out. You we do. do. We do. We got a lot. We got uh, – oh. um, uh, yeah. 
Well, the patron yells in the mic. Yeah, we got a. Uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. patrons <laughs> get to experience all kind of you know interesting news and stuff, videos, uh, commentaries, behind the scenes stuff. First look for right. most things. First look, uh, new pieces of information, that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh yeah. So um, if you want to do that, if you want to be a part of that community of our community, go to the link in the description. And choose the tier on Patreon that best fits your content needs, and we'll see you over there. Thank you, Shelby, for supporting us over on this uh, distinguished platform, Patreon. I, w- I would like to say real quick before we continue, just super, of course. super yeah. briefly. It doesn't have to be super, super. Well, the Iron Giant uh, does appear <laughs> in the 2021 basketball film Space Jam. A new legacy. He is among the characters in Warner Brothers. Hold on. Wait so, a minute. They be sneaking us. They been. Yeah. See, that's why I was confused. Wait, okay. was like, he, he's in Ready Player One, and he's in um, what Ready Player One? I think is Warner Brothers, isn't it? Because they reference Batman. No. I'm pretty what sure. Hey, this is interesting. Warner Brothers feature animation does own the Iron Giant. Yeah, that's. But they also reference Back to the Future, which is Universal. Exactly. So, so I guess it's maybe just Spielberg referencing his different works, but I think he's worked with both studios. Maybe. He, yeah, he must have. Then, that, that, yeah. I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Steven Spielberg did not direct The Iron Giant. Yeah, but he worked on it. He oh, Was he a producer? On. Was he the executive producer? He's produced... So, so Brad much Bird, stuff. Brad Bird was yeah. the director. Let me look yeah, to see. Spielberg, Spielberg was heavily producer. involved with the Iron Giant. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Hold on. We got to get to the bottom of this Iron Giant. Because it's always in, everybody always talks about it in the same, it's like, oh, Spielberg and the Iron Giant. But nobody ever references Brad Bird. Right. And Bird is the word. Bird. This is very interesting. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Hold Bird on. is not the word. Bird is the word. Do you see this? I'm on IMDb. Okay. Mm-hmm. Produced by Alan or Allison, Des, Pete, John. No Steven. No Steven. Uh, cinematography, editing. Scroll no down. No Steven. Is there an executive producer? Why is everybody, why did people talk about, you know, Steven Spielberg and the Iron Giant? There know. is no affiliation. <laughs> I I have never heard At about that, but so uh directed by Brad Bird. Uh written not by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> he didn't act in it. So Steve this is not a Steven Spielberg movie. First of all, there's our first problem. So we're what? we're we've come full circle. It's Universal. No, it's Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, but it's not Steven Spielberg. So I, I got nothing for you at that point. Then <laughs> I'm pretty sure Steven Spielberg's has been produced, has been funded by Universal his entire career. I think I'm so too. Sure I can only think of Universal stuff for for Steven. Comment down below if if there's a Warner Brothers movie that was. Steven Spielberg did and Warner Brothers because I cannot think of any off the top of my head. So I guess, I guess in some capacity, Steven Spielberg probably just wanted to, you know, with Ready Player One, wanted to reference as many 
of the nostalgia stories as possible inside yeah. of this wacky, you know, ever expanding world, the Oasis. Yeah. So I guess he just reached out and was like, hey, could I get rights to show this character in my movie? Right. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got to have a lot of connections to Hollywood anyway. So, you know, him oh. being a, a, an older uh, Jewish man, as, as we'd say. Right. Right. I I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. Did you guys see all how how many videos have you guys seen of different actors or directors getting on camera at premieres or parties or whatever interviews and saying like I think it's great that you know we have two awesome blockbuster films coming out the same weekend. I think it's uh, – I'm planning on going to watch both. I'm going to spend the whole day, yeah. the whole weekend in the theaters. How yeah. many people – how many interviews have you heard people say – Both. We're going to watch both movies. I think mm-hmm. it is – I think it's everyone's upset, but there's like this collective idea that like, well, <laughs> we can't show our face. So all we have to do is well, – we can't show hey. our butt, so save face. Yeah. And and just be like, oh, we're gonna see both. Isn't it great? We can watch two movies. We could spend all weekend in the theater. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and look, that's great for people that you know nobody's don't doing have, it. Like they're gaslighting us. That don't have jobs, normal <laughs> jobs, dude. I'm telling you, normies and celebrities. There are there's a very small population of people that are watching both movies same weekend Mm -hmm. very small i would like to see the statistics or like the group of people that are saying they're watching both or actually said they went and watched both well we we did talk about this uh not too long ago um it was it was just like fandango numbers but there were you know like twenty thousand pre-orders for both barbie and oppenheimer which that does you know, not it, mean that it doesn't mean, mean that they're all the same people. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean they're all the same people. No, no, no. It was it was pre-orders for, for both from the same person. Yeah, yeah. Like what? the same people ordered Wait, both. For real? Tickets. I don't remember yeah. that. There were, uh, it was just like we mentioned it. It was like there were at least twenty thousand people on Fandango that week who had bought both mm-hmm. a Barbie and an Oppenheimer ticket for yeah. themselves. Um well you know, I'm probably not going to be going to watch Barbie because already with all the movie reviews coming out about it, um, there's a little bit of controversy. Um, there's a little a, bit. At least a couple of things, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's coming out about it. And people are well, saying some things. Right. There's some, there's some uh, common criticism we're seeing coming out of Hollywood these mm-hmm. days. However, yeah. I did want – before we jump into that, can we look at like what's being said on like Rotten Tomatoes, how people are feeling about yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me go ahead and share this screen. Here we go. So for the Barbie, and it's only been out a day as of recording for the this. Barbie. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm correct. Only one day, right? Mm-hmm. comes out Thursday, well, Thursday night, night to, yes. today, really. Yeah. Um, so scoring, so not a ton of people have seen it yet. Only 5,000 plus have done the mm-hmm. rating. Mm-hmm. So, But it's generally liked. Generally liked. It, yeah. It's down to 70, 78%. Can we right? see what people are actually saying about it, though? 5,000 plus ratings, uh, 1,000 plus ratings. So it drops 
from that to that. Yeah, it's not a huge drop, but it is it is a drop. Mm-hmm. I say let's take a quick before we get into the controversy. Can we look at Oppenheimer really quick? Sure. Since that's been out for today as well. I'm just curious to see how many ratings they've got and what it's sitting at. 94. Hold on. You're all right. It's already very much liked. However, 2,500 plus ratings. Mm-hmm. Not they have, Barbie had 5,000. Yeah. That and that could so yeah. So that could change. That could change. It uh, means it's all fake. But every every everything is keeping us in the 90s, right? Yeah. As of right now, so it's out for a day. We're still in the 90s. Barbies in the 80s and 70s. Yeah. So uh, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Um. So let's go back to. Uh, oh, why were we not going to look at what people are saying? Or are we just going to talk about what? Uh, uh, I the, just wanted to look at the at the the percentages. Percentage, we'll, okay. We'll talk about what people said later. So people are saying. Uh, I mean. I, I guess we could mention the map thing. There's there's a weird controversy around there's a map in it that has like Asia and people are saying this is like an Asian propaganda film. That's a whole other story from this um, mm-hmm. controversy. But the, that's like a political issue. There's right? Yeah, that's, like that's, that's a political politics. thing. And I'm not going to quite touch on that. I just wanted to mention it because um, I we did see that too. But um, the main thing that I guess... Uh, most people are saying, um, I guess more of this, I, I don't want to just say the conservative, but more of the conservative, <laughs> I guess, um, crowd is saying that this is a male, um, what was the exact words that they were using for? So Barbie is a movie about male fragility. Let's dig. So in. this is from Time magazine. I've I've read through the whole article. It's very Time is very liberal um, though. Right? It, it is very liberal. Yeah. Liberal. This is this is one hundred percent in support of the way the movie tells a story. I just wanted to read through. I I do think that the writer of this article has some misconceptions about, um, you know, uh, some of some of like. I, I think Hollywood in general has misconceptions about masculinity. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, and no and this article very much shows that. Right. Uh, but the the interesting thing is that in the movie, a uh, little bit of a spoiler warning, um, Ken kind of becomes what the movie portrays as a villain because he um, he wants, wants to be to with be Barbie. He doesn't understand why she doesn't, you know, like respect him or want to be with him, even though it's just kind of like she's Barbie. She's living in her own world Um, Mm -hmm. and and he's kind of made to be part of her world. Right. Yeah. And so when he goes out into the world, he realizes because he's a man that he can get a lot of respect and um and and the movie displays that as a negative thing that men get respect from other men and that the only way that men get respect is by being rude or mean or hateful <laughs> or or create or or creating a structure right yeah it's not because that you know you know because of love or you know because of like actually being friends and respecting each other or like good qualities it's all yeah. negative qualities it's like oh hello so the are you a man? The, this article even goes as far Respect. as to put this movie into like 
they they talk about it in the same breath as um don't worry darling is that what that movie was called yes and i i didn't know anything about that and i watched it and i hated it that is the the movie is kind of a it's a terrible movie i'm Mm -hmm. i'm saying this as a man and then but as a straight white male but people people (laughs) might still take this and be like oh well you don't count because you're but that was after watching that i have never felt so i guess insulted for not doing anything mm-hmm. and for just being a certain person and i'm not saying i i know how people are going to take this they're going to be like oh a white male is finally f- seeing hardship or or f- finding not everything not being great after um years of stuff being great for him i it was just it was the worst movie ever. I go mm-hmm. back to what you were saying. Why? I, I don't. I don't. Well, I just so so the article says that Ryan Gosling's portrayal of Ken in Barbie is a lighter fu- is is lighter and funnier than some of the more serious takes on the resentful man who works to repress the women around him. Uh, Heyman is right that we empathize with Ken. He's ignored by Barbie, and we root for him to find his meaning. The issue is I don't think a lot of people are going to um are going to get behind that because mm-hmm. a, a lot of guys uh understand and and feel what it's what it actually is like to to be a man and right. uh the certain certain societal things that are heaped on top of you and when you go into a movie and see that it's just um see that on at at the most base level of kind of what you're feeling um nobody respects or cares about that <laughs> uh and and in fact even even in the fu- probably even in the funny ways that it's like we make these this a joke uh i don't think a lot of people are going to see that as a joke in the same way that i'm sure a lot of women don't see you know maybe some of the you know, maybe some of the stereotypes about women that are a joke as a joke, mm-hmm. right? About, you know, the the behavior and things. It's it's complicated and yeah. it's strange that this is such a big part of uh of the movie uh, that you would that you would show for Ken. And and even in this article, it goes as far as to say that Ken is a um He's like a background character to Barbie, but I think everybody kind of knows who Ken is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, especially even after um, Toy Story, everybody knows who Ken is. Ken yeah. in Toy Story is an awesome character. <laughs> he really, yeah. he's like, he's, he's, he's kind of like a man, but also a man who really likes fashion. He's very much like a man who's, who becomes brave and he becomes, the things that a man should be in the like, bro, you're injecting way too much purpose into this Ken character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wrong. I think you look up Ken to is, Ken way too Ken much. Is the best character in Toy Story three. He is. No. He no, absolutely no. is. No, you're, he recognizes, you're injecting way too much. No, no, no. He recognizes when he's wrong and that he shouldn't be doing these things and that he wants to help the person that he loves. And he stands up to somebody who is a bully. That's, 
awesome. That's an awesome lesson to teach. Okay, look, I gotta, I gotta inject, go back to what you were saying earlier, mm -hmm. you know, this being referred to as, you know, men aren't going to resonate with it or not really mm. see it as a joke in the same way that women haven't seen other things as a joke. I got to push back on that because I'm actually in favor of uh, hurtful humor. I think if it's for oh, the yeah. jokes, make yeah. it hurtful. And I don't yeah, care yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. at the expense of men. I'm only like what I think with this, I don't think this, there is meant to be funny here, but I don't think the annoying part is the funny at the expense of men. I think the annoying part is that like there's a woke agenda behind it. Well, it's there's not a woke agenda funny, that's, funny like, meant at the expense of men is like, like we get it. We know like, and it is funny. I think it should do. be hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's, there's a lot of things that we do that are stupid and yeah, like hilarious. And, but and, I, and I think making, likewise. I think making like, I don't know. There's, it, it, we live in a weird time of turning, um, turning it into like a weird social commentary. No, yeah, it's because of probably Greta Gerwig. Like and it can't yeah, just be these woke it can't directors. just be like funny tropes that men do or funny tropes that women do. It's like that's what the rom coms that's, were. That's, that's what they it were so great. Be. Right, but it's it's funny jokes that men do, plus you know a book worth of uh uh you know, social justice nonsense. Yeah. No, it's like, uh, for it's like either side. That, yeah. It's like, we're going to make fun of men. Great. I want mm. people to laugh at men Two, We also need to educate men to learn how to be better. Yeah. That's, that that's, is that's problem. Weird. It's yeah. That's, that's weird as crap because it's like, know, I want to go, I want to go into a movie and laugh at a guy being an idiot. We've, we've done that, you know, thousands of times. It's our favorite thing. But to do. I don't think anybody wants to go into a movie and, laugh at a guy being an idiot and then get a woman teaching him attention about, uh, a woman yeah. teaching him you know how to yeah do about right. how to not be an idiot um, right and she comes out of some kind of or Jesus how character. you will continue to be an idiot but we'll help you i guess <laughs> right it, right it kind of makes me very nervous and i know we we look at things like this and we're like oh but this person's going to be directing something else it makes me nervous that they're going to be directing that narnia i yes Admit, yeah, I heard a Gerwig is slated if, to ruin Narnia. <laughs> she yeah, makes there, that's any the right kind terminology. Of, yeah, if she makes any kind of agenda in these movies, especially then, when everyone just everyone is just gonna blow her horn and her praises for this movie. Mm -hmm. So she's gonna come into Narnia with a hot head, thinking she's incredible, and destroy C.S. Lewis, who not only was an incredible storyteller. Not only was an imaginative it's mind, gonna be... but was a man of God, and he is, mm. she's going to obliterate his work of mastery. It's going to be like Amazon Prime's um, Rings of Rings Power, of power. I, and ruining— Hold on. I think it'll be worse. We'll Ooh. see. We'll see. I don't want to put think about the this. Heart, think about this. my horse before the buggy. No, I'm, I'm prepared. So look. Tolkien's work was ruined. We love Tolkien work. He was a mm. master. He told a brilliant story. Amazon Prime ruined it. Fair. The exact same thing is going to happen to Narnia, except Narnia was written as an analogy for Christian yeah. and for Christianity and the relationship with Jesus and what Jesus mm. did for people as a savior. That is also going to be obliterated, which is more egregious than just Tolkien's work being obliterated. It's C.S. Yeah. Lewis's work plus yeah. The analogy somebody, of Christianity. Somebody who doesn't understand, um, you know, men in general, 
how do how do we expect this director to understand um the decisions that these characters make as uh children as young men as young women in these situations in you know in a in a uh, high fantasy kind of setting i, I already can, not gonna understand that i can already be able probably to do that. understand and i understand why they would lean into this but i mm. already can see them leaning probably towards like lucy's story and lucy was especially in like the lion the witch and the wardrobe yeah, that's where character. they start out she's, she's a very prominent character she's very um she is the one who goes in and yeah. first and i think it's that. like I think but, it's like Lucy and Edmund, like they're mm-hmm. contrasting each other. Yeah, but if they twist, if they twist it and almost just put more emphasis on her character, they're going to ruin the whole story. When he, she is a very pivotal part, but don't I think I already could see them doing something like that. Well, the the one I see that would be really bad uh, is the horse and his boy. Yeah, um, because that's a very masculine name for a movie. Um, but it's also, it also has a very heavy emphasis on, um, uh, Erebus. Her character is running away from, um, a arranged marriage with an evil man. And, uh, she Mm -hmm. saves Shasta and Shasta saves her. And there's a lot of like friendship and love between these two characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it would become a you know, a little mermaid thing where it's just about <laughs> her doing her thing. And also she saves Shasta along the way. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. I think with like the line, the witch in the wardrobe, the obvious thing to do there is to be like, we're going to be edgy. So let's mm-hmm. blur the lines between relatability with the witch and demonizing Aslan. You know what I mean? Let's right. try to get them to meet in the middle so we can see, you know, we know how the story ends. We have to end it this way, but we can see, you know, the good inside the witch. And we can also see the evil inside of, inside Aslan. of Aslan. That's what, yeah. that's the direction they would take, which yeah. is totally anti what the story it's like is supposed to be it's like about. going back with what a lot of these movies do it's like with maleficent or cruella it's like going back and making a villain sympathetic yes when it they these movies should be more like nightcrawler yeah <laughs> you know i yeah. want to I want to see those kinds of villain movies where the villain is the villain just a bad and, person and, and they you know, end being a bad person maybe maybe they maybe they do start off as a good f- person and terrible things happen to them but i want to see the i want to see it end with them being a heinously bad person that does things you can't come back from yeah right because in the end like darth vader couldn't come back from all the things that he did no mm-hmm. but he died he, with him yeah he did he died as he he died, he died as, as vader vader darth vader um I mean, he he saved Luke as Anakin, yeah. but he was he's buried as Darth Vader essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, famously, he said it himself. Um, he had to live with slaughtering them. I slaughtered them all. <laughs> yeah, the women he, yeah, and the children. <laughs> so, yeah, back to Barbie. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I am this probably is gonna, gonna watch this movie. I'm just not in theaters, I'll, bro. I don't know that I'm gonna I don't know. enjoy it too much. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Think, we'll see. Uh, look, I think I think the humor is probably good. I think, uh, and 
and although maybe it was Greta Gerwig who wanted um, Amy Poehler to be, you know, initially. You mean Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer, not Amy Poehler. <laughs> yeah. Amy Schumer. I'd prefer Amy Poehler. Uh, yeah, truly. But if I'm glad they didn't go with her. But if if Amy Schumer and Greta Gerwig are, you know, friends and it was Greta's idea to possibly mm. take Amy as this role. Mm. That's a real that speaks volumes as far as like who she is as she a person, as a as a creator. It, yeah, who does she run with? And I don't want anyone associated yeah. with Amy Schumer to come. Amy Schumer Amy Schumer miles of Narnia. Amy Schumer said it wasn't feminist enough. That's crazy. Um and it seems like it's it's pretty feminist. Yeah, I think the whole thing it's supposed like that's the point of it. Right. Yeah. Which is fine. It, I'm not anti women at all. No, I'm just it, very anti this this culture of anti men, you know. Yeah, the the thing about it is like you know, these social messages that are, you know, in these kinds of movies, I don't think appeal to kids. I don't no. think it, it you, talks right. it, it talks down to half of you know, the people that might watch the movie, boys yes. that might watch the movie. But if you're trying to make a movie for girls, clearly this isn't a movie made for girls. It's a movie made for women. Yeah, dude, you, yeah. you were right. And like wine uh, moms. That's what you said on the uh the the reaction to the trailer. You said it early. This is made for wine moms who gave up on their dreams. Mm. <laughs> you know? The gassed up mids. The gassed up mids. That's will. right. Yeah. And you're totally right, dude. And a lot of people still are hating on you for that comment in the yeah. in the Look, comments for that video. But it doesn't you're I, right. I, I, I That's who this video's for. Comment. That the, That's that, the comments on that video, but I bet they're wild. But dude, that's who this movie's for because it's probably it's definitely not for kids, not only mm. with the messages and the jokes, but also probably with the sexual innuendos. It's probably pretty. Yeah, probably pretty I, I don't know that. I don't know that there's I don't uh, from what I've read. I don't know that there's a ton of sexual innuendo because technically they're toys. Right. They, I don't know that they you have. You don't think there's going to be it at least 15 of them. There's something, of them, there's something to make about. it PG-13 yeah, over Well, PG. they they. Uh, from what I've read, I don't think they're 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 portrayed as kind of like the way that they are as toys, where they don't really have genitalia. Uh, I don't know that they don't have genitalia in the movie, or if they're more like uh, almost like Adam and Eve, where they don't think about that kind of stuff. But you don't think they they're just, leaning into that a lot and just like no, I don't think so. I, I mean, they're <laughs> definitely probably going to acknowledge that's like there's clearly something between these two characters. But because they're toys and the way that these toys are designed, they they don't do that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, you know, we'll see. We'll have to see about this Barbie movie. There's a lot of red flags and we're not just hating on it because it's a woman. It's a it's a starring a woman. Mm. I think it's really about the creators and less about the actors and uh and the lead of the, the film. It's really yeah. about who the creators and what are the agenda behind the movie is. Yeah. You know, uh, I I heard um, on uh, uh, Bad Friends, uh, Bobby Lee went in and read for a set like a secretary position, mm -hmm. and that would have been hilarious to see. Bobby Honestly, Lee in this film. <laughs> look, I don't. Uh, Bobby Lee is funny, but I can't respect him too much because he's on yeah. that. He's, he's on the new. On the, wait, he he's on the woke train as far as woke he definitely gets. Is, yeah. Now, like. 
he he personally probably doesn't subscribe to like you know don't tell certain jokes because he is first and foremost a comedian but he also really cares about what people in hollywood think about him and he's also on that you know that what is it the the latest sex in the city it's it's a different title mm-hmm. but that is as woke of a show as it gets mm-hmm. cuz uh kenzie watched one episode and she can stomach a lot of woke culture, right? She can stomach so much of it because of the Dude, nature of who she is. She's a woman. She's a woman. She, you know, <laughs> she's in a certain field of work that's really, you know, accepting of it. But right. there, <laughs> she mm. watched one episode and she's like, this is way too much. <laughs> what was the show? Yeah. It's, I, the I can't remember. It's it's like the new Sex in the City show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on, I think, HBO. Was it The Idol? No, no. It's the first so it's like you had sex in the city and then uh-huh. that finished that was a finished oh it's show like a spinoff it's, it's a, not a spinoff it's, it's spin-off. like it's like 15 years later you know what i mean oh it's like the same okay. characters coming back but like sex where in the they retirement are home kind of <laughs> yeah, sort of <laughs> sort of but it's like but now they're in today's world they're in today's culture mm. and she like does a podcast and you know her co-host is a they them black lesbian mm-hmm. kind of person you know what i mean yeah and and they talk about their pronouns and how they identify at the top of every podcast. It's crazy. So it's those kind of things, right? And okay. Bobby Lee plays a big role in that show. So mm-hmm. Bobby Lee is out is rolling with the wokest, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess it brings us to kind of our last thing that we're going to be talking about. But we're going to be kind of breaking this down and playing a game with it a little bit. Okay. Um, I, I guess you'd call this a game as much as ranking. Um, so... Oppenheimer is coming out this weekend. Um, A lot of people might have already seen it by the time this comes out. But Oppenheimer's director, Christopher Nolan, has made quite a few really good films. Twelve, in fact. Twelve total films. Well, we've seen all but one. I've seen all but two. (laughs) I've seen all but one of his films. I think I've seen all but, I guess, two. You mentioned one I'd never heard of. Yeah. I think I think I've only not seen one, um, but w- there was an article that we kind of I kind of stumbled across that because of Oppenheimer, um, every Christopher Nolan movie ranked from like worst to best, which they all should be at like at least number three because they're all really good movies. But um, first things first, who made this list? Like, how was this compiled? No, I have no clue. Who was so it's by the AV Club? It. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's audio vi- audio video club. Um, I just kind of stumbled across it and thought we should do our own list because I like their list, but it it didn't quite put everything in the right order in my look. Mind. Let's go through the list and see. Just shout out if we agree yeah, or disagree. Super right? Super quick. Yeah, coming at the at the last, the following. So I haven't this seen one this I one. Have not I have seen the following. Yeah, this is the that one was I the have. one I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, this is Chris Nolan's first like official feature, and it was shot on sixteen millimeter black and white. Okay, so this is a while ago. This so is like I'm gonna sports. probably just say that it's probably right because it's at the probably. last last one. Yeah, well, they make some decisions. They make some later. decisions later on. That yeah, okay. I don't know. So Dark Knight is, rises. Dark rises. Yeah. I would say it was a good film, but it it, it wasn't his best. It's also a superhero movie, so we got to keep that in line. Tenant in mind. Uh, I disagree with this being at ten. It's funny that he puts ten at tenant. Tenant at ten. That's actually really funny. 
Um, uh, that's Tenet. pretty hilarious. I, I would agree because kinda... I didn't like Tenet, but this well, I would I would agree. Don't keep I would disagree. Your reasons. I would disagree because I liked Tenet. Yeah, Tenet's a good a good <laughs> okay, freaking what's movie. Next? Just keep going. I would disagree because <laughs> I didn't like it. I would agree because I, I disagree because I like Insomnia <laughs> Nine. I would say this is probably in yeah, the this right is probably spot pretty also this because is probably pretty well. It was a good movie, but right. it was it didn't feel like it was yeah a fantastic movie. I would put movie. Tenet above this one. Right. Okay. Uh, Memento at eight. Mm, I don't know Memento. I yes. really liked it. I would put Memento at eight because eight is might infinity. I put Tenet way above Memento, thing. to be honest. And that's well, kind of Memento's thing, right? Is the infinity thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I would say it might be in the right spot. <laughs> it was good, but no, there's it's a not lot infinity. Of films that Christopher Nolan. It's not seen. infinity. It, yes, it is. It's like a sideways U. It's like a sideways no, it, U. It's it's always coming back to the same spot. It always comes back to the What's same next? spot. All right. Batman Begins. Batman Begins is not. I would put Memento oh before this. Nah. Or better than this. It's a good I would rather watch Batman Begins than Memento. Uh, I like Memento. I really do. Hard hard one to watch, but 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 Batman is such I I think just as just a fun movie to watch. I love watching. Yeah, it's one of the better uh, um superhero movies. It really is solid. All right, six. This is where I hugely disagree. Yeah, this should be way lower. I think, I think we all I, disagree with look, this. One. I think Interstellar, if it's not, you know, number two, it's in the top three, right? I mean, just as yes, yeah. Interstellar is top three and music. If you don't, if you don't like the story, I understand. Fine. But for sheer visual and musical spectacle, this one, I would. I mean, at least number three, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, number five is Prestige. Prestige I can't. Is I can't be mad at this. Yeah, that Prestige is really five good. Prestige. It really. Good. Prestige. Yeah. It. I think it falls pretty. It's better than I think a lot of them. Um, but I think some of the newer ones are a little talk, better. We, yeah, we we we've talked a little bit about Nolan kind of. Uh, his movies rely heavily on like a concept, mm-hmm. um, and this one feels like his concept work is there, but it's not quite as. It's a little confusing. Well, it's not necessarily okay. confusing. It's just not as like fleshed out as a like concept of some of the Look, other ones. That's c- sort of like halfway a better argument than just saying it's confusing because so okay. many people that just don't want to do the mental work shut down a Christopher Nolan film by calling it confusing. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, no. Minute. I you you got to think Josh, about let me no. Let me finish what I'm saying. Let Freaking, me finish. It's lazy and I don't respect The it. reason why this is harder and it's a little bit more confusing is because it's really following like two things it's following the one magician's trick the um disappearing and reappearing um mm-hmm. uh to s- not spoil it um christian bale's magic trick it's following that and then it's also following hugh jackman's story um so there's kind of mm-hmm. two timelines we're following here that's why it's so, confusing it's not no, one yeah. solid it's, thing no he things. he lays out the film perfectly and you can understand it. Oh yeah, you can. You can. You can understand this. Movie. I had trouble fo- necessarily following the timeline. No. All right, uh, let's keep going. Yeah, what's next? Dunkirk at four. 
Dunkirk's I don't think visually incredible. Cool. They definitely should swap at least this and this and momentum Interstellar. or or Interstellar. Swap yeah. And, yeah. Swap this and Interstellar. Let's let's get through the rest of these really All quick right. so we can Three, the Dark Knight with the the I would put I would put the Dark Knight in in top the three. top three of my Nolan movies. I would put it at four four bump it up. Yeah. Right. What would you put? Hold on. What would you put in front of uh, Dark Knight for the top three? So well, I would about put to like Memento, Dark Knight. Oh yeah, you're right. And then, and then no, uh, we don't 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 list them. Well, We're in, literally in, about to list in them. my yeah. to, in my top three. I'm not gonna like rank them. It's in my top three: The Dark Knight, uh, um, oh, Interstellar, and um, the other one. Inception and Inception are in there. Inception, yeah, right, right. So, so we got Inception coming at number two. Solid. It's pretty solid. Um, and yeah. then Oppenheimer coming in at number one. So, uh, yeah, really great list, guy, for everybody who <laughs> hasn't seen Oppenheimer. Right, right. And so, now, whole list, list is to just promote Oppenheimer. Our list, right. our lists might change once Oppenheimer comes out. True, I know. True. Okay, so let or me. It's out. If we just once we see it, right? Uh, crap. Okay, so let me go ahead and share my Photoshop if Ooh. I can figure this out. <laughs> Screen share window. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Here we go. So we have a Photoshop of all twelve mm. movies. Um, so we we're gonna list them. So we haven't seen following. I would say we should just put it at number 12 because we haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm Uh, on now. According to that same logic, we have to put Oppenheimer at like number 11. True. (laughs) True. 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 Right. True. That's true. We don't know about Oppenheimer. We just don't. Can we just not rank Oppenheimer? Just leave it off this list for now. Can we agree to that because okay. we haven't seen it? All right. How about this? Yeah. Let's let's take Oppenheimer mm. and, and put it put it little baby Oppenheimer, maybe. Yeah. Let's put a little baby Oppenheimer down here in the corner. Yeah, I like right. that. And so we'll just we'll throw we'll just start it at ooh, number ooh. eleven. How about that? Ooh, actually um uh yeah, start it at number eleven, but let's after we finish the ranking, let's put Oppenheimer on the movie that we think it's going to be it's going to trump yeah that it's going to be better than okay 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 okay. so um yeah yeah so the following number 11 let's put the following and then um i think dunkirk next (laughs) you think dunkirk Dunkirk i'm gonna be honest but it was just a war movie i don't think there was anything i would put about it i i from what i've seen of dunkirk it's like joe said it's visually a spectacle yeah and but i think that's more than you can say for insomnia okay dunkirk also really uh, yeah. lacked yeah. on character development right and that's that's fine uh, and and insomnia well, what do you is very, prefer insomnia like, is very character heavy yeah uh yeah but so i we think have heavy on one or heavy on the other i think when you're watching chris nolan you're gonna enjoy the spectacle the visual spectacle more than the character in insomnia. if you're in theaters i like it's insomnia not as interesting better than home. dunkirk i like yeah. insomnia better than dunkirk oh yeah yeah okay 
I I don't have an opinion, but I do put both of these, I guess, at the bottom. Let's, well, let's let's rank number ten for uh, Dunkirk then. All right, let's put and Dunkirk. I, guess I was not impressed nine, with Dunkirk personally. Number, you want to put number nine for Insomnia? Yeah, that's John? fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that seems pretty good to me. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the real meat and potatoes. Mm. I would say the next is Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark Knight. This is, is kind of pretty close to where it was on the other list. Yeah. Well, no, Dark Knight Rises was at eleven on the other oh, list. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the following, and then the Dark Knight Rises. Ah, so uh, sort of. See, a lot of people hate on the Dark Knight Rises. I don't hate on it. I just think it's not I one of the best over Oppen- I mean, Dang, over you're right. Dunkirk you're right. And Insomnia. I'm looking at this whole list, and I can't. I can't. Yeah, say I, it. can you honestly <laughs> put the Dark Knight <laughs> yeah. Rises over the other two Batman movies and? Yeah. I the can't. rest of these movies. Yeah, I can't. Now, I will no. say this, however. I will say that the next Batman, like Batman Begins, I would put mm. it seven. Yeah, okay. I would too. I would too. Yeah. Um, so, no pushback so far. No, <laughs> no. no. I, I think I, Tenet should I be next. I Can no, I? Tenet so, should be next. The, the next one for me is The Prestige. No. no prestige is better than Tenet. Look. Prestige is better I, I than Tenet. I think for I think for like a movie, the prestige is probably definitely like a, a more enjoyable film to watch. I think as uh I think memento as should an be experience. Next. I think six should be memento. Yeah. I don't think it should be prestige and I don't think it should be tenet. Tenet, I think I it think should it be should memento. Be memento, then the prestige. No, freaking flip all that and probably put prestige higher. <laughs> I, th- I I I think the I think the prestige is probably higher than tenant, uh, but I don't know I, that memento I think, for me is higher than tenant. Look, this is kind of crazy to say. Okay, right? then put memento next. That's fine. I what Wyatt just said. So memento is at number um, six. Memento, tenant, prestige. prestige. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, um, tenant number five is better than the tenant. So yeah, pre- tenant next. It's right in the middle. That way, it can go backwards and forwards. So the prestige is at four. It's a no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I actually I'll go with this as a group. I, I'll go with this as a group. I would but put, personally. Go ahead. I would put. So I agree with six and set and five. I think the Dark Knight is not of a good i think the prestige is better than the dark knight i personally think i don't think so i think the prestige Uh, might be better than inception do you really kind of i think um i think we get maybe it's just the timepiece nature of the prestige Mm. but we still get really high concept that really explains itself in a simple way at the end but mm-hmm. doesn't really lose you at all, in my opinion. And we get so much deeper into the emotional turmoil of the characters in Prestige. You feel it in a deeper way than no, you do Inception. I think there's a lot of deep uh, emotional work in Inception. Uh, yeah, there is, definitely. I think I think you're with Inception, it's, it's a balancing act. And I think they balanced mm-hmm. it well, right? Between emotional uh, weight with Leonardo DiCaprio's character and side characters, but really with his and high comp, uh, high you know 
concept. Whereas prestige doesn't go too high of concept. It, it gets up there, but not as does, high. Yeah. So you, it, it allows you to live in the characters more. You know, you're not trying to put put Inception at three, are you? Here's no, I'm not trying. I'm, I'm he's not, I'm he's saying, saying he he maybe likes the prestige more than Inception. Here's my um, argument for the for the three, these three: uh, Inception, Dark Knight, and I. Stuff. I think Dark for Knight me. should go either four or three. Here's here's my argument for these ones mm-hmm. uh, over the over the prestige. Um, I like the high concept stuff in Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the kind of trippy music stuff for Interstellar, mm-hmm. uh, both kind of over the prestige, and I like the Dark Knight as a watchable film as well as a visual masterpiece um the prestige doesn't quite reach the storytelling of inception for me it okay. doesn't reach the watchability as the, I would agree. as the dark knight uh and it doesn't reach just the the sheer kind of scope as interstellar mm-hmm. um just because uh the prestige tells a lot of its story like after the fact Right. As we get to the end, we kind of do a lot of this is what was happening during this time because this is something that we didn't know. Now, granted, you could have figured a lot of this stuff out if you were paying attention, right. which is a point in its favor. Um, but I think a lot when when you do a lot of that backwards, if you were if you were paying attention, storytelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end and then also the kind of reveal with Hugh Jackman where you're like wait it's a great reveal and I like it and it it's, it stands out in your mind mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like wait this is actually what was happening mm-hmm. yeah whereas I don't know there's there's something even even in that big moment in Interstellar where he's in the Tesseract and he's manipulating time yeah uh I would have even that has like some really genuinely uh, heartfelt moments. Yeah, you're right. I I would agree. I would agree. Actually, hold on. I got to say this though. This is this is this is kind of where I land. All right. If 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 we're putting prestige at four, I don't think you can make it. But as a group, we'll put it at four. Mm. I'm glad it got all the way up to four and not at six, like Joshua was initially saying. I will say. No, I never said six. Well, somebody was Eight. saying put it at six, and I think it deserves I four. No, I said the Dark Knight should be going up a little bit. This is freaking that aside. Okay. I can can I lay out how what I think what why what what was your list for top three? I I know I you're gonna I'm, put Interstellar at one. So you guys, yeah, you guys know Interstellar is my number one, um, and then it's kind of Dark Knight Inception. I would Only. agree. I would agree. Only because um inception's better than dark knight no no no, no. It, dark knight's better than inception Interste- i said it's interstellar and then dark knight and then inception for no me. no swap hold on listen two. hold on listen listen because i have reasonings um i think dark ledger's character i think dark knight, dark knight is, is not that great of a movie at all uh it, it actually is heath ledger's character isn't the penultimate part of the dark knight yeah it is it's a no, good the part. concepts that it's that a great Christopher part. nolan is attack is tackling it's with a the dark superhero knight. movie you're gonna put number two it's a good part of a Joshua. superhero movie 
Have you no, not no. ever watched a video on YouTube, the thousands that says the Dark Knight is not just a superhero movie? Every freaking I would you're, agree. You're, you're Hold on, it's Nolan a three over a lazy. two. I, I yeah and and no and no no the, the movies hold on this is why on. we don't do ranking anymore hold on this is why we don't if, do if, ranking if you shut anymore. up and listen to me <laughs> it's it's arbitrary uh, the two or the three I only rank Batman number two because I really just enjoy watching the movie um, I enjoy same. watching Inception almost as much it's just for some reason. Um, I don't know. For some reason, the pacing for me of Inception feels different than the pacing of Dark Knight. Dark Knight pacing feels kind of just attention grabbing all the way through. Yes. And Inception feels more like sit down and experience the thrill. So it really comes down to just which one am I going to just kind of enjoy watching the most? Because both of them, as far as like a lot of the stuff in them, I, I love. Yes. And I think I think we all here appreciate these two movies. But that's why I say it's arbitrary because it, I think it could easily swing swap either over, way. Swing oh, it, it, in the future it may swing over to Inception as being my number 2. Look. I, I there's a I don't mean but to I'm throw not saying a big that's, monkey wrench in it. Yeah, that has to be you put, guys. Put I don't mean to throw a big monkey wrench. I would, no, I would 100% hold on. agree. Oh, freaking, freaking. I don't mean to throw a monkey wrench in this, but I don't think Interstellar takes one. You guys no. don't have to put Interstellar as one. That's just my number one. I'm putting Interstellar at one. No, it's better I don't than think... Inception and Dark Knight. I think what for, are you going to put I, Dark Knight at number one? If you I, put I, Dark Knight I think at Inception one, is, I will walk off. I think I Inception and Dark, I think Dark Knight, Knight takes number one. That I think Inception insane. and Dark Knight are both great for general audiences. They're really good general audience movies. Christopher Nolan general audience movies, which is kind of hard to achieve of a movie <laughs> with this scope that appeals to basically everybody. I don't I think Interstellar is on another level to that. I think Tenet's on another level to that of like these these movies that aren't general. I, I think Dunkirk and probably Oppenheimer will be that way as well. Okay, this is the biggest problem I have with Interstellar. If I had, I know everyone's like, oh, it's so freaking long and it's so, what? what mm. is this? I want another 40 minutes to, to flesh out Interstellar. No. Interstellar feels 40 mm. minutes too short to me. Okay. I can see that. It's going to be really think, long. I watch I watch Inception and Dark Knight and I feel complete. Right? <laughs> I do not watch Interstellar feeling complete. I feel like it is an incomplete film even though it is long. So I feel like the story requires more time. So the story is so intense it feel it leaves you wishing that you had more. That doesn't mean so that maybe it that puts it on one. a different level. Maybe it, that means it puts it on a different level that you what want it does, more from this what incredibly it does, long, intense, incredible movie. What it what it means is Chris Nolan caught lightning in a bottle, but never. I I would pick but never but finished, could, but couldn't put the lid on it. I think Interstellar right. is number one. I me and Wyatt are both saying Interstellar is number one. So yeah, I guess we I have feel to like go with that. Two against one. It's two mm. against one at this point, my guy. Yeah, and then and then. Mm. You know, I guess I I I feel like 
for you guys, Inception is next, but for me, it's the Dark Knight. I think I, I no, vote Dark Knight. No, I awful. vote Dark Knight. I vote Dark Knight. Okay, I'll I think Josh. I think Josh. I think picked Interstellar, but that's this. I think three and two are swapped. Yeah, I, I, I think we could probably go towards. But I found I th- Inception. No, but I thought Dark Knight's the best. Why I one and Dark Knight's one better? I we both say Dark Knight can be two. Me and Wyatt do. That's you why both I'm say saying, Inception. That's why I'm saying it's arbitrary. Too. This this category two or three for Dark Knight or Inception is arbitrary to me. Okay, whatever. That's we'll leave it the way it is. Jeez. Let's leave it just like this. Jeez. All right, you guys put Interstellar at one. I get to pick what's number two. All right. And Since anybody, we, anybody ooh. in the comments or anybody watching the video who says Inception is the greatest Christopher Nolan film, you got caught in the general <laughs> your general audience. Sorry, you know, you I salute caught. you, general audience. <laughs> you got caught. Yeah, you um, got caught. I personally think the most under under. Um, what do you call it? Rated, appreciated, under underappreciated, under underrated is prestige. Personally. I would agree. I would agree. Prestige I, is I think good. prestige is a yeah. I, I great don't think movie. enough people talk about prestige. Yeah. No one talks about prestige, and it is literally one of the like definitely but top ten best movies I've ever seen. Maybe they will, and maybe that really is the prestige. <laughs> what? The it comes what? comes back around. It comes back <laughs> around. It always <laughs> comes back around. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't Last reappear, trip. yeah, it uh, it doesn't reappear. So, at the end so little little Oppenheimer, yeah, um, needs to become big Oppenheimer to see no, no, who's no, going to overthrow. Leave it, leave it kind of little because we're just we'll okay. put it in the corner. We'll see how it uh, right here. I think it's going to take number two. I don't think it's for me. It's going to dethrone Interstellar yeah. as my favorite Nolan movie. Mm. You think it's going to take the Dark Knight? But I think it's going to take, and not necessarily the Dark Knight, but the number two spot. Whether that be Inception or the Dark Knight for you, I think Oppenheimer is going to take that number two. And I think for a lot of people, it's probably going to take number one. Because some people are more into history yeah. than so, future sci-fi stuff. Yeah, I think this movie is going to be, it's not going to have a high cons. It's going to have just like the telling of the story, it's not going to have this high concept of like mm. what you don't really know the story until it's done type thing, mm-hmm. like prestige or like inception. inception or- um, it, it, it like Christopher Nolan does this high concept. I think it's just going to be the story, but it's going to be good. Like dark, the dark Knight is like that. It's, it's just the, the story and, it, and mm-hmm. uh, it's good. I can, but it's not I can get behind that. this. I think yeah, I would say maybe two or three. I think yeah. a combination with like freaking Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Christopher Nolan, a biopic, real history, such a big scale, such an important story in mm. world history. I think yeah, I, I, I want to say it might take over Interstellar for I think, me personally. I think but, a yeah. lot of I think for a lot of people, it's going to dethrone. Uh, they're number one. No matter what your number one is, I think for a lot of people it might. And I know for sure <laughs> that for most people, it's probably going to take over that number two spot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's you might number two is safe. You might continue to have any of these other numbers as your number one, which mm-hmm. is 100% awesome. Um, but Everything I think is awesome. I think <laughs> your number two is going to be dethroned. I think so right. too. I think it's also going to be number two. Um, they, it's kind of crazy can... to think about that. We're talking about one of at least top three, if not top two, um, mm-hmm. best Christopher Nolan film 
is Oppenheimer coming out this weekend, and people are are like, oh, but Barbie and Margot Robbie and Ryan Goslin, and I'm like, who cares? I feel like there's a, a historic, Why? like not not just, not a, a movie about history, but a movie that's going to go down in history coming out this weekend. Yeah, and everyone is uh, is getting their jollies off on this Gwenna Ger, uh, Gerwig. Ger- 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 Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig Barbie movie. Yeah. I look, I th- I think Barbie's going to you know, probably get, be a good time for people. Um it's a blip I, on the radar. I I think it's a yeah. blip on the radar compared to uh you know, we how we're we're talking about movies, Christopher yeah. Nolan movies that are from the 80s. Yeah, so old. From the 80s and or 90s. I think and, 90s. Yeah. You know, I don't think Barbie's going to have that kind of staying power. No. Barbie's not going to have 365 days of staying power. What'd you say mm. is going to be a blip? Blip. It's over. Yeah. Dropping the pond. Blip. Right. Well, uh, I'm, I say we should sign off because I'm going to go watch the following. It's the only Christopher Nolan movie I haven't seen. <laughs> we got to go watch the following. Hold on. Uh, I still have to watch Insomnia. I still have to watch the following. Just those two. Have you seen Memento? I'm going to see. Yeah, I saw Memento. Yeah. I saw Memento before two. you fools. Just those okay. two. Um, Wait, freaking how dare you come at me saying have you seen memento <laughs> curious, i'm like, the one who said have you seen memento and you both said just, no just, no thank i you haven't for and i watching said watching a podcast why. everybody i'll see you know. next week <laughs>